0: yo 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 welcome back into another episode of jake's takes i am your host jake Masucci, and today we got a pretty good episode today we got jake's takes of the week and we're gonna talk about some nfl football i kind of go through my top 10 list again and i kind of jump around some of the games with my top 10 quarterbacks i re-rank them um from how they're doing so far in the year and um I kind of jump around really talk about each quarterback and kind of make sure you know you guys are caught up on how they're doing throughout the year and kind of my updated thoughts on what's going on we've been uh talking about some other sports we did an NBA podcast with the Damian Lillard stuff and we talked some college football with Connor Benson and we had our MLB podcast, our MLB playoff preview. So I figured it was time to get back into some NFL, and I kind of went through the quarterbacks. I love talking about quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Just such an important position, and those guys are just so good at their job. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So without further ado, I'm going to cue the music. All right. Welcome back into the podcast. And today we're going to do something kind of fun and kind of interesting. So I haven't talked about football in a little bit. And we had a lot of the Sunday night or not Sunday night Sunday afternoon games go on today and i kind of wanted to jump through most of the games and see where we can go so now i'm gonna actually re-rank my top 10 quarterbacks while going through some of the main games so i'll kind of jump through quarterback to quarterback and talk about the game that just happened and i'll kind of rank them as we go and then at the end i'll go through the top 10 in order so everybody has it but um so let's actually start at number one. And number one remains to be Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs played the Vikings today and ended up winning 27-20. And this game was pretty interesting. A lot of the a lot of people probably were more interested in celebrities in the stands with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, whatever's going on there, which was kind of funny because she wasn't there. So Twitter was kind of going crazy laughing about that. But, I mean, looking at this game, this was a very interesting game. The Vikings kept it close pretty much all the way through. And Mahomes actually played a lot better than he has in this game. He was 31 for 41, 281, two pass touchdowns. And to be honest, for 41 attempts, you'd probably expect him to be able to throw a little more. But the story of this season for Mahomes is... Other than Kelsey, he's had no weapons. And his second best receiver is Rasheed Rice. And he's very average and nobody knew who he was last year. I mean, other than Kelsey and Tony, Tony only had five receptions for twenty six yards, but Kelsey had ten receptions, sixty seven yards. And that was kind of the main tool right there. So I mean, looking at it that way, it's just, it's really interesting. You know, the Chiefs just don't have many weapons and it makes it hard for Mahomes to put up the numbers that we're used to Patrick Mahomes putting up. But to me, he's still the best quarterback in football and there's really no argument putting it that way. Looking at the other side for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins is very high for me and I'll probably get to him in my ranking. I have him somewhere between like six and seven. I'll see exactly where where I put him. I'm not positive yet. I mean. Like going through the, he's probably with the Lamar tier for sure. And in this game, 29 for 47, there's so much pressure on this man to perform. He had a good game in this one, 284 yards, two touchdowns, but he doesn't have an O-line. Justin Jefferson just went out in this game with a hamstring injury and wasn't really like struggled to get open. They, the Chiefs had a good game plan against him. Jefferson only had three receptions, 28 yards, but The fact of the matter is, is Kirk is still finding ways to get people involved, which to me is very impressive. Jordan Addison having a very good game, six receptions, 64 yards. T.J. Hawkinson, five receptions, 51 yards, and he's had a great season. K.J. Osborne's been better than expected. So the Vikings have some weapons. The thing is, is their defense is so bad. And the offense just, it isn't enough because there's no O-line and they can't establish a consistent run game with a Madison. That's why they traded Cam Akers for Cam Akers. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting looking at it that way. And with the Vikings, you dropped to one and four now, you know, it's really tough to get better from being one and four, you know, that's just a tough way to do it. So that's going to be really interesting. I mean, I think Kirk's probably around the six, seven range. I've respected what he's done this year and, you know, we'll see for sure. So, all right, let's move into number two and that is going to be Josh Allen right now. Josh Allen's been unbelievable this year. I mean, flat out unbelievable. He's had a sensational year in this week, they actually lost this week. They played in London against the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jaguars won 25 to 20. But this game was interesting in the fact that I thought Josh Allen personally played a pretty good game. He was 27 for 40, 359 yards, two pass touchdowns, one interception. Couldn't Didn't run as great. I mean, we normally see him run a little more, but he's made Stephon Diggs look so good this year. And some of the throws that Josh Allen is able to make is unbelievable. The thing with the Bills is if they can establish their run game, Josh Allen becomes easily the second best quarterback in football every game. If they can't establish the run game and make him play like Superman, then it's really tough for him. It's just the truth. So with Josh Allen, it's tough to rank him because, like, you never know what side of Josh Allen we're going to see because we don't know if the run game's ever going to be a problem or not. That's why after the Jets game, we were all like, oh, man, like, You know, I thought my number four or number three ranking of him before the year was warranted. But right now he's playing like an MVP candidate and playing really well. And this Bills team is very good. I think it was a weird game going to London against the Jaguars. And personally, I think the Jaguars, if they establish the run, they're one of the best teams in football. It's just the truth. I think they're very tough in the AFC South. And even though they haven't figured stuff out, it seems like they cracked something open with their offense because that's a tough Bills defense that they went against. And they were able to show up and be able to create some great plays. So looking at it like Kelvin Ridley, seven receptions, 122. Christian Kirk, six receptions, 78 yards. And ETM with a monster game with 136 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Like that just makes it so much easier for Trevor Lawrence. He had 315 and a pass touchdown so looking at it that way it's like the jaguars are starting to wake up i think they're one of the better teams in the afc and if you're buffalo that's an okay loss like it's tough to go to london and the jaguars had been in london for a week already they got a got a win against the falcons the week before both these teams are now three and two it's going to be interesting where they kind of line up over there but right now i'm ranking josh allen at my two and then if I have to roll with the number three, it's probably going to be Justin Herbert, who's on bye this week, but he's been sensational throughout the whole year. If you're a fantasy football player, he's the number one fantasy quarterback. The weird thing with the Chargers is, and again, I haven't talked about football in a little bit. We've kind of been going through the other sports a little bit, which has been fun. But if I'm if I'm looking at it as the Chargers, it's like our offense is really, really good, but I don't know what's going on with our defense. And- Brandon Staley made a call, I think it was a week or two ago, like going for it on fourth down in your own territory against the Vikings, where I was just like, what are you doing? I think this was two weeks ago, and it was just an awful call. And they missed the fourth down and then got bailed out with Kirk Cousins not being able to create a play at the end of the game because all the pressure was on him. I mean, it just... Like, Herbert's just not in a good situation there. It's just the truth. And there's so much talent. The thing is, is it's just so top-heavy, and there's not much depth, which kills the defense right away. And it just puts all the pressure on Herbert. Herbert's got to make plays. Keenan Allen's been unbelievable throughout the whole year. I really think he's been very good, and I I think a lot of people were shocked about that. They lost Mike Williams, which is a killer loss throughout the year. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Chargers bounce back as a team but Herbert's been playing great. He's been playing great football. A lot of people are questioning if he has like that dog in him to create clutch plays and stuff. I think he does. I mean, he's, he's just such a talented quarterback and those guys are tough to come by, you know, moving into number four and I am going to stick with Joe Burrow at my number four. And they beat the Cardinals 34 to 20 today. And Burrow looked a lot better in this game. He just did. 36 for 46, 317, three touchdowns, one interception. And the thing that made me excited was he was able to get Jamar Chase involved for the first time this year. Jamar Chase had a monster game. If you had him in fantasy, oh my, Goodness, he had like 53 fantasy points with 15 receptions, 192 yards, three touchdowns was incredible. But the thing that excited me with Burrow was he was able to move outside the pocket a little bit. And throughout the whole first week since he's been dealing with this calf injury, he has not been able to move outside the pocket, which has made him so difficult and has made him a bottom tier quarterback in the NFL. The reason why I keep him at four right now is because we have to have respect for what he's done in the past. I'm very much a guy where winning matters to me. It's the truth. It's it's how you can elevate your team as a quarterback and make them better. And this year he struggled to make them better. They've had to adapt to his injury. He can't. He couldn't move the same way. So they changed their offense to make it more of a quick pass scheme. And it just, other than the Rams game, it really didn't work. The Rams game was played to perfection because they knew Burrow couldn't move at all. So they got the ball off so fast and the Rams really couldn't do anything. And it was a great win that 19-16 win two weeks ago. And then the Titans just kind of lit them up. They were just ready for them. Mike Vrabel really knows how to attack a team when they're down. So credit to them there. And I think the Bengals were ready for this week. And I think Burrow was finally like, okay, I'm feeling a little better. And they were really able to get the ball downfield. Trent Irwin also had a good game in this game. Eight receptions, 60 yards. I mean... All this without T. Higgins, it just excites me for the Bengals. Like this Cardinals team has competed with teams throughout the whole year. Again, they're one of four. So they're not one of the better teams in the NFL or anything. So I'm not going to be going crazy about this win or anything. But it's just good to see the Bengals playing this well. It is. They're now two and three. And it's going to be very interesting moving into the future because the schedule only gets more difficult. AFC North is very stacked this year. They're sitting... I think last in the AFC North with the Browns on by and then the Ravens and the Steelers playing each other this week and I'll get to that game when I get to Lamar. But you know it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting seeing Burrow throughout the whole year. He was my number two going into the year and I dropped him to four just because of the calf injury and what's going on right now. I thought Herbert and Josh Allen were both in a similar tier to him, and Burrow moves to four right now. That's just a right now ranking, and if he can be healthy. I'm very confident that he can get right back up to that two spot again. It's going to be very difficult for anybody to take that one spot from Mahomes. But those are my like clear cut top four right there. So you know that kind of moves into my number five, and that is Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts again, he's he's playing really really well this year. The Eagles moved to five and zero, beating the Rams twenty three. Yep. 23 to 14 against the Rams. And this was a pretty good game. Hertz really looked pretty solid. He had 25, he was 25 for 38, 303, one pass touchdown, one interception. And that's not, I mean, that's a pretty solid game from what I watched. He was just running the ball very effectively, 72 yards rushing, really nice. And he just like, they started this game where they wanted to get Dallas Goddard involved. And boy, did they get Dallas Goddard involved. He had eight receptions, 117 yards, and a touchdown, and just looked great throughout the whole game. Like, really blocking well and doing things that were huge for them. And then A.J. Brown with another great game, six receptions, 127 yards. I don't know what's going on with Devontae Smith. Only one reception in this game. We're not seeing as much of him. I don't know what's going on there. But the Steelers, over, or I mean, the Eagles overall, they looked very solid. In this game with Jalen Hurts, he's just playing the same way, and I think I had him fourth starting. No, I think I think I had him five. I think I have had him five going into the year, and he's he's just going to stick in that spot. He's looking very very good. It's hard for me to put him over Burrow right now. It just is. I think I just have too much respect for what Burrow's done, and with Hurts, it's still very early. Like I thought, Burrow looked has looked, even though he's played really bad this year, I think Burrow overall, like at his peak, has just looked a little better than Hertz. And again, winning, you know, like I respect what Hertz is doing right now. But at the moment, Hurts isn't playing great enough for me to be like, okay, he's clearly moving into the top four, moving into that top echelon. I think he's close, but I don't think he's there completely yet. And that's why I'm going to stick him at five over there. But the Eagles overall are playing unbelievable. I think they're playing one of the best in football. I also think the 49ers and them are clearly the best two teams in football. So, you know, we're going to see kind of where that lands with this 49ers Cowboys game going on pretty much right now as I'm recording at 832. So that one's exciting. And, you know, we'll see kind of where that lands. That moves me into number six. And looking, this number six, number seven debate was really hard for me in Kirk Cousins versus Lamar Jackson. And I'm pretty sure that's kind of where I've headed, where I put it at, because like, it's tough here. And Trevor Lawrence was in this tier when I started the year also. And at the moment I've moved Lawrence back and I didn't talk about it too much in the Buffalo Bills sequence, but I'm actually going to put Lawrence in that eighth spot. And it's just because the Jaguars have should be looking a lot better than they are. And yes, they played unbelievable against a great Buffalo Bill's defense. And I was very impressed with Lawrence in that game. I thought he was composed, but two fumbles. He had two fumbles in the game and he just struggled with that pressure. And again, that that makes me nervous. And that's going to lead into my Lamar talk. And, you know, I was not high on Lamar going in. And that's because of the fact that Lamar, he, he was weird it was weird to evaluate him going into this year because he sat out half the season because he was injured. I don't know. Like uh, people didn't think he had that dog in him to come back for the playoffs. Like we just weren't sure what was going on. He wanted all this money. Then he wanted to get traded and then he didn't end up getting traded. It's just so confusing with all that stuff. So it was so hard for me to rank him and, I don't know. I I don't I think I do have a little bit of a bias against Lamar and it's it's not a knock on him at all. I think he's an unbelievable player, but I just think he's he gets flowers all the time where a lot of the time I just don't think it's great quarterback play. In this game against the Steelers, to me he really didn't look great at all. He really didn't. He made some great throws down the field. And again, I don't think his receivers helped him either. Zay Flowers had a couple drops. Aguilar, a couple drops. Odell didn't look great. Lamar's just a weird player to evaluate right now. In this game, 22 for 38, 236 yards and a pick. Just not the best performance. Not the best performance at all. And if I'm looking at Lamar trying to evaluate him, I'm going to put him at seven here. And that's just because... They're three and two. I think they're very good. This wasn't a good performance against the Steelers. Steelers with a tough defense. And also, that Colts loss was so bad to me. He, Lamar, does have a fumbling problem. It's a big problem because every game that I've watched of Lamar Jackson, he's at least had one fumble. And against the Colts, he had three fumbles lost or three fumbles that he had, and then two of them lost. So that makes it really difficult for me. Like he just has a turnover problem and he can make some great throws at times. Like at times I'm like, wow, this guy's awesome. And then his running is unbelievable. He's easily the best running quarterback in football. And if you're trying to tell me Jalen hurts, it's not Jalen hurts. Lamar Jackson has speed. That's unbelievable. So I would take Lamar Jackson in that category, but looking at it as an overall quarterback, I'm moving him up to seven because I think he's actually playing good football throughout this year, and I do think that his receiving core is a little overrated and isn't the best, so he is having a solid year, and I'm trying to give him as much credit as I can, but again, something about him just bugs me. I just don't think he's at the, he can get to that elite level where he's winning playoff games for you. A lot of these quarterbacks in this tier, we haven't seen... Do it in the playoffs. It's just the truth. Like, even with Trevor Lawrence, who's in this tier at number eight, he won a playoff game, yes, but he started out that game with three interceptions. And, you know, like, you just don't know. It was such a fluky game against a Chargers team that's known for choking away games. That, like, was that like a real playoff game and a real playoff action that you don't know, you know? And yes, they competed with the Chiefs, but it was a Mahomes homeless Chiefs for a quarter. And, you know, I, I really don't know with this tier. This tier is really weird to me. And then I'm going to put Kirk Cousins at my six right now just because I talked about it in the Chiefs segment. He's playing unbelievable with not a great old line And, I mean, literally only Justin Jefferson to throw to. I think he's playing great football. And I'm very high on Kirk because he's, like, he's number one in pass yards right now, near the top in passer rating, not too many picks. I mean, this guy is playing... His heart out, and he's just got doesn't have a great team around him. So, I'm gonna put Kirk six, Lamar seven, and then Lawrence eight. So, nine and ten. And I really don't remember what I did for nine and ten, but there is one guy that I do want to move into my. I think I'm gonna. Well, you know, who I didn't even mention was Tua. I didn't mention Tua, and I think Tua deserves some props. And actually, I might actually put him at that. Seven spot, move Lamar to eight, then Lawrence to nine, and Tua has been playing great. The Dolphins beat the Giants thirty-one to sixteen in a great game here, and Tua Tua is just unbelievable. Like he's got so many weapons. He didn't this game. He didn't play the greatest, and the Buffalo game, he didn't play the play the greatest either in that loss, but. He had 308, two touchdowns, two picks. The picks weren't great. And this team is just unbelievable. And he's got the greatest weapon in football on Tyreek Hill. But Tua's been, his reads are just on. Like this guy has been on. I think the last two weeks were the first time we saw his reads just be a little off. And a little off means like one pick or two picks or whatever. But like the team is so good that they're just blowing teams out. They're moving to four and one now. They're they're a really good team. I I love the Dolphins. Unbelievable. Jalen Waddell had a touchdown in this game. Tyreek Hill had 181 yards receiving. I mean, the Dolphins absolutely just ran away with this, and Tua just. I mean, he's flat out incredible. And again, he was weird to rank two because we weren't sure how healthy he was going to be. I mean, after a two or three concussion year last year, we just don't know what to. He was a, he was a weird guy to evaluate also with that Lamar tier. So I'm actually going to move Tua to seven, throw Lamar at eight, and then it'll be Lawrence nine. And then my 10 is Matthew Stafford. And that could be. You know, that could be interesting for some people, but I think Stafford has played a great year so far. There's, there's just not much that he's had on the Rams, like not many weapons. He's made Puka Nakua look unbelievable. And I do think this guy has a dog in him. He had seven receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown against the Eagles. Cooper Cup was back today, eight receptions, one 818 yards. But Stafford, like all the pressures on him. And he's had to make so many tough throws, and he's been able to do it and do it consistently. And I do think McVeigh makes him look almost better than he is. But I do think Stafford deserves some credit because he doesn't have a great O-line. They don't have a great defense, and this Rams team is still competing with the best of them. So I really think Stafford deserves some credit. I'm putting him at 10. So here's my top 10 in order, just so we got it clear. I kind of forgot about Tua, so I had to throw him in there. But we're going to go, number one, Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three, Justin Herbert. Number four, Joe Burrow. Number five, I had Jalen Hurts. Number six, Kirk Cousins number seven, I had Tua, number eight, I had Lamar, number nine, I had Trevor Lawrence, and then number 10, I had Matthew Stafford. All right, that is going to wrap up the episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, please, on the Spotify, go subscribe, do what you got to do. Follow the channel. It really helps uh, helps me out. And if you haven't, please review the podcast. Give it five stars if you can. That'd be great. That's just going to help it show up on the um, feed when you search up Jake's takes, the more reviews, the better. So it really helps. And I appreciate you guys. I mean, this is, this has been, this has been a lot of fun and we had some NFL action today and might be getting one more podcast out to you next week or this week. We'll see what happens, but, um, I'll keep you guys posted on the social medias for sure. If you haven't checked us out on social media, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. So go check those two out. And I will catch you guys next time. Peace.